This Friday, July 21st edition of the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Circus Sports. Circus Sports is back with their Circus Survivor and Circus Millions contest. $14 million are up for grabs. Get all the details over at CircusSports.com. Welcome, everyone, to the MLB Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Thursday, July the 20th, currently 5.02 on the East Coast, here to break down our MLB betting picks for the Friday games and helping me to break it all down. You guys know him as the voice of the NBA Gambling Podcast, of course, on the MLB Gambling Podcast here. It's Lante Smith. Lante, how you feeling, my man? Yeah, man, not bad. Uh, hopefully my picks can get better from early in the week. Not been a good week for you, boy. Uh, so we're looking to turn it around tonight or tomorrow night. Yeah, we uh, got the weekend to turn it around. Uh, not too much to sweat about. Still a lot of baseball left to play here. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we can uh, find some more winners for our listeners. And also joining us, you guys know him as the voice here. Of course, you're on the MLB pod. The NFL Gambling Podcast <laughs> is Dylan Rotford. Dylan, how you feeling, my man? Where, where are you right now? You're still in Minnesota? Yeah, I'm in Minnesota till Sunday, so just enjoying okay. it. Um, but yeah, over here, I got the time right on the stream today, so we, we handled that. I <laughs> uh, got it wrong yesterday. But yeah, looking to turn my picks around as well. Got there on the under, but uh, yeah, Trevor, uh, Padres kind of fucked us in the first five. So trying to turn it around and have a good uh, show today for you guys. Yeah, new series starting obviously on uh, Thursdays and Fridays, so hopefully we can clean the slate from the earlier in the week. Um, and find some winners in some of these news here. Some intriguing matchups uh, for the weekend starting on Friday. So um, let's just dive right into it, guys. Uh, first game on the board, it's going to be a, a uh, sorry NL Central battle between the Don't Look Now but the St. Louis Cardinals. They are winners of five games in a row as of Thursday afternoon. They are in the Windy City to take on the Chicago Cubbies. Um, I'm seeing Jack Flaherty is going to get the start here for the Cardinals. And uh, I believe it is Justin Steele, left-handed pitcher for the Cubbies, yep. uh, starting for the Cubs. Um, no total or run line yet. Obviously, we're waiting for that win direction. But we do have money lines. It's uh, almost close to a pick but we have the Cardinals at an even money price. Mm-hmm. And the Cubs are minus 120 on the money line. Lante, take us away, my man. Yeah, man. Uh, you you uh, led me right into it. The cards on a hot streak, uh, all by two plus runs, also. Um, but they do struggle on the road. Uh, twenty one and twenty seven by my numbers. It's not. Did they play on the road today? No. Yeah, they're in Chicago to start the first game of the series. So okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I believe Strowman's on the mound on Thursday night for them. Okay, yeah. So twenty one and twenty seven on the road for the Cubs. Uh, for the Cubs, I mean for the Cards. Uh, the Cubs are poor at home though, so kind of balances it out. Uh, St. Louis covered uh, nine of the last 11. Uh, Flaherty has been really good in July in three starts. He's had two shutouts, six-plus innings pitched in those three. Also, um, he is allowing a ton of contact, though. That's something that I was monitoring, nine-plus hits in three of his last five. Um, But he's pitched well on the road, uh, one earned run or less in four of his last five road starts. But again, I think I'm going to pivot and go to the the Cubs. I usually only bet them when Stroman or – Steel are on the mound. Uh, Steel is looking to bounce back from being roughed up in his uh, last home start. Ten hits, six earned. Um, he also has had two earned runs or less in five of his last seven, three shutouts. So pitching pretty well, just roughed up um, in his last home start. It happens. He's also had one earned run in St. Louis on 624. So a little bit of familiarity there uh, with the division foes. I think Steel can shut the offense down. So I'll lean to Chicago. I mean, I'll lean to – yeah, I'll lean to Rock. Yeah, I like the Cubs here as well. Uh, minus 118 on the money line. I actually made him a minus 145 favorite. I think we're going to see a nice bounce back start here from Steele. You know, tough loss last week against the Red Sox. It definitely was probably one of his worst games of the year. His hard hit rate was extremely high. Just got himself into a lot of trouble. But uh, he has had success against the Cardinals team just a few starts ago. He only allowed one run in six innings. He got a lot of ground balls. He struck out eight batters. So in both his starts against the Cardinals, uh, Steele has been able to deal and keep his hard hit rate extremely low so 80 percent of the money is on the on the cardinal so whenever money's on one way i kind of like to fade the public so I, i'm with lante i like the cubs here at the short number 
Yeah, I think I'm here with the Cubs as well. Um, I, I know I mentioned we all mentioned that they're on the hot streak right now coming out of the All-Star break. I think they've only lost one game. I think it was that first game against the Nationals coming out of the All-Star break. Um, but uh, I think you definitely have the better, I think more consistent pitcher in Justin Steele on the mound. Um, and he's been really good at home at Wrigley Field as well, right? Six and two with a 2.98 ERA for Justin Steele. I do see the winds are going to be blowing in in this game. Um, so if this total comes out, my guess would be seven and a half, eight, maybe. Dylan, what's your uh, total come out to in this game? Yeah, so we actually have totals on FanDuel. It's at eight and a half. I said the winds are blowing in. I set my total at 7.4. So I agree. Yeah. I think we should see an under here. Yeah, I did like the under. I think we'd see a pitcher still uh, between these two um these two pitchers for sure in this game. So yeah, lean cups for me, but I do like the under in this game. If you do have access to FanDuel, I would probably jump on that under eight and a half right now. All right, next game on the board, gentlemen, we have the Baltimore Orioles, AL East battle here. Baltimore Orioles, this is going to be a big series. It's going to be a fun one to watch. Orioles and the Tampa Bay Rays in Tropicana Field in Tampa. It's going to be a 640 Eastern start. I am currently seeing Kyle Bradish is getting the start here for the Baltimore Orioles, and Zach Eflin is going to get the start here for the Tampa Bay Rays. Rays are a minus 170 home favorite, plus 145 on the money line for the Baltimore Orioles. Total did open up at 7.5. Now it's up to 8 with Vic towards the over. Run line, minus 1.5, plus 130 for the Tampa Bay Rays, and plus 1.5, minus 150 for the Baltimore Orioles. Start here with Kyle Bradish. Uh Hasn't been too bad thus far this season for the uh, Baltimore Orioles. Six and four with a 3.05 ERA. Been really stellar in the last five games for the Baltimore Orioles, where he has a four and one record with a 1.44 ERA. He's only allowed five earned runs in 31 and uh, one third inning pitch over the last five games. Did have a start against the Rays earlier this season, where he went five innings, only allowed two earned runs. Did have two walks in that game. Um, and on the road this season, three and one with a 3.83 ERA for Kyle Bradish. The Orioles have won four out of his last five starts, like I mentioned. Um, on the other side, Zach Eflin, we have talked about it throughout the season here. He's a pitcher that you want to back at home uh, and kind of fade on the road just because if you just take a look at his home and road splits at home in Tropicana Field, nine and one with a 2.34 ERA. He's only allowed 16 earned runs in 61 and two-thirds innings pitch. Did against a little bit of trouble against the Baltimore Orioles uh, in a start earlier this season where he did allow four earned runs uh, uh, in six innings pitch there. He is coming off one of his worst, uh, I guess we can say one of his worst starts in his last start, which was against the Kansas City Royals on the road. He only went three innings in that game, did allow five earned runs to the Kansas City Royals and seven hits. I think there's some value here on the Baltimore Orioles, man. I know that, again, this is a big series for both teams because I think they are tied atop of the AL East division. But I think the Baltimore Orioles are the hotter team right now. It feels like the Rays have kind of plateaued a little bit. Um, I think Kyle Bradish can go along well here. Like I mentioned, he's been pitching real well over his last five games. Um, and Zach Eflin has allowed at least two earned runs in five straight starts. And again, like I mentioned, he's coming off that uh, worst loss. Or sorry, yeah, worst loss. Uh, this season uh, against the Royals, so I'm gonna go with the uh, Orioles here plus one in uh, sorry plus one forty five on the money line. Um, if you want to get on that run line plus one and a half minus one fifty, I don't hate that either. But I'm gonna go on the money line here, D Rock with the Orioles. I agree. I think I'm seeing plus 154s out there as well for the Orioles. I think that's tremendous value. Uh, like you mentioned, total opened up at seven and a half. I took that over even at an eight. Now I still like the over. I made my total eight and a half. The number just seems a little low. You know, we got two ten top top 10 offenses. I know the Rays have been struggling on the road, but coming back home, I, I do think their bats are going to wake up a little. The over in Tampa this season. 31 18 and one and on the other side the Orioles have had no problem scoring runs of late they've gone over this total in five straight games and on the road the over is 26 and 14 for them Kyle Brash does tend to give up a little more runs and hard contact on the road and his last seven starts on the road six of them have gone over the total I think the Orioles are alive but I do think we'll have a higher scoring game so I'm going to be on the over here uh Lante what do you got yeah, I'm with you, D-Rock. I took the seven and a half also. Uh, exact same handicap. I thought Baltimore on the road has no problem scoring at all. You mentioned the numbers, Tampa Bay. They haven't been playing well offensively um, as of late, but I think they can get it going here. So I, I, I lean to Tampa here. Um, I think it's just a good spot for them. Um, they lost five of their last six, and I just – I don't know, man. I, I don't know. It's just something about about Tampa here that I, I like a lot. 
Uh, Baltimore won three or four in May in the May June series, uh, and they've been playing well lately, like Munaf mentioned. Uh, five straight overs, D Rock, you called it out. Four or five for Tampa have went under, but like you said, offense is going to show up at home. Uh, I think both teams score high variance game. I probably play Tampa on the run line just for more. I think it's a higher variance game. And you mentioned Eflin looking to rebound from that last start against KC. Before that, he had two earned runs in four of his previous five starts. Good offenses as well. Atlanta, Philly, Arizona, San Diego. He had two runs, uh, two earned runs each on all of those teams. So if he can return to somewhere in the middle uh, between those starts and what he did against Kansas City, I think he'll be fine. So I'll lean to Tampa Bay on the run line. All right. Before you continue the conversation here, let me tell everyone about the best NFL betting contest happening, and that's only exclusively at Circa Sports. Circa Millions and Circa Survivor are back. $14 million in guaranteed prizes are up for grabs. Circa Millions, five NFL picks against that spread each week. Each one you get correct, you get a point, and you climb the leaderboard. Any uh, pushes, you get half a point. And then they also have Circa Survivor. Like I mentioned, just pick a different money line winner each week. Only caveat is once you pick that team, you cannot use them again for the rest of the season. You enter only exclusively at Circus Sports in Vegas, but you can play from anywhere. Sports Gambling Podcast, Sean and Ryan are going to be out there the last weekend in August. Get all the details over at CircusSports.com. Again, that's CircusSports.com. All right, boys, let's get over to the next game of the uh, Friday schedule. We have a... Uh, this game is the only one that's off the board. We'll quickly kind of go through it. So uh, the Colorado Rockies, they are headed to Miami to take on the Marlins, 640 Eastern start. Uh, Braxton Garrett is going to give the start here for the Miami Marlins, but we don't have a pitcher yet for uh, the Colorado Rockies. Lante, you have anything to add for this game, or uh, do you see Colorado having a chance to win this game with Braxton Garrett on the mound? Yeah, not really. Uh, I'm not really a fan of, of Garrett at all. He's been a bit up and down. Uh, he's had, he had a good June, three earned runs and three starts, but in July he's been uh, pretty erratic. Colorado, 14-33 on the road. They, they did win three of four. Um, in a series back in May, but again, two totally different teams. I'd like the spot from from Miami, uh, similar to what Tampa was. Um, they've lost five in a row, uh, if I'm not mistaken. They play, they usually play well at home, 30 and 18, and they've won eight of their last 12 home games. So I think they bounced back at home. I guess it just depends upon the price and who Colorado throws, but I think I'll be on Miami's in some form or fashion. I mean, Colorado's lost 12 of their last 13 road games, so I don't see it being competitive here. I think Miami could come out and blow the doors off. You rock anything that? Yeah, just a little thing to add on. I agree. Depending on the number, you got to think Marlon's going to open up the favorite at home. But uh, I want no business. I, I think it might be. Don't don't quote me, but I think it might be Chase Anderson. And if it okay. is Chase Anderson on the road, he's unbackable. So they're not a good road team to begin with. And yeah, they're two and eight in their last ten. The Marlins are kind of struggling right now. But I think this is a good spot to get them back into the win column. So depending on the price, I could see myself on the Marlins as well here. All right, let's get over to the next game of the uh, evening. It's going to be another 640 Eastern start. We got the San Diego Padres. They are in Detroit to take on the Tigers. Seems Seth Lugo is going to get the start here for the Padres, and Reese Olsen is going to get the start here for the um, Detroit Tigers. Padres are a minus 140 road favorite here, plus 120 on the money line for the Tigers. Total is set at nine with a little bit of big towards the under at minus 115. Run line minus one and a half plus one twenty for the Padres and plus one and a half minus one forty for the Tigers here. Uh D Rock takes away. Yeah, I'm going to go with an under in this one. Under 9, minus 115. I made my total 8.2. You know, you got two under teams, especially the Tigers recently. They've gone under this total in seven of their last eight games. And I just think we could see another low-scoring game. Seth Lugo's hard hit rate has been extremely low this season. Outside that last start against the Phillies, he's been really good getting a lot of ground balls. And on the other side, Reese Olsen, he hasn't been terrible at home this season. His hard hit rate has been low, and his last three starts at home have gone under this number as well. So I I think we're going to see a good effort from both pitchers in this game. Uh, I'm seeing a minus 132 as well on the money line for the Padres. I think that's extremely low. I made the Padres a minus 170 favorite. So if you want to hit that, I don't I don't not like that as well. So I, I like the Padres here, and I also like the under a little better, though. Lante. Yeah, I didn't have much on this game, man. I, I, lean, I actually lean to the over um, here. Last Seven of the last 10 for San Diego have went over. Uh, Detroit has been an over team at home, 29, uh, 26, 18-1 to the over. Um, I just can't trust San Diego. I, I know they, they look well against Toronto, but, again, I think they're about the same team. You can't trust either one of them. 
Um, Lugo a bit up and down. Uh, Detroit offensively, though, he's nothing too much to be worried about. So I can see where D-Rock's going with the under. But I kind of lean over. I think that, you know, San Diego can probably bolster uh, a decent amount of those runs, and Detroit might be can tack on a bit late. But outside of that, I got no feel for this game. So I'll just lean to the over. Yeah, I think if you'd like an over, then I probably got a Padres team total to go over. Um, but That's I actually think, a better idea. Yeah, it? I think what Dylan mentioned about I just don't trust this Tigers offense to put up runs to contribute to the over in this uh, spot. Um, you just take a look at July, what Reese Olsen was able to do for this um, for this Tigers team. He pitched a total of 12 and a one-third inning. He only allowed three earned runs in that span. Um, one game was an official start, which was the last one against the Seattle Mariners. He did come in against the Oakland A's. I, th- I think it was just a spot start for someone that came in probably one inning, but he, he got majority of the innings here. Five innings against the A's. He only allowed one hit to the A's. Um, but if you take a look at those three games where Reese Olsen made an appearance, combined three runs. Two of them were shutouts for this Tigers team. So um, I just think, again, number one, you do have the better offense here. We've, I think that ship is kind of still for the Padres to show up at this point um, for, for the season. I'm not sure if they're going to make the playoffs or not. They're going to have to have a huge push. And maybe it could start here against the Tigers. But I, I'll lean with the, with the Padres here for sure. Take a look at the Padres team total to go over here as well. Uh, all right, guys, next game on the board. It's going to be a 7.05 Eastern start. We got the Kansas City Royals. They are headed to the Bronx to take on the New York Yankees. Alec Marsh is going to get the start here for the Kansas City Royals. And Clark Schmidt is on the mound for the New York Yankees. Uh, looking at the lines for this game, the Yankees are a minus 210 favorite, plus 180 on the money line for the Kansas City Royals. Total is set at nine. Run line minus one and a half, minus 105 for the New York Yankees, and plus one and a half, minus 115 for the uh, Kansas City Royals. Alec Marsh has not been, uh, I don't think he's been too bad for the um, Kansas City Royals. His last start, he did have 11 strikeouts in that game, which was against, I believe, I have it here. Give me a second. Against the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, unfortunately, it's kind of the same story for Alec Marsh when he is starting, like uh, the pitcher we just discussed in Reese Olsen, that he's just not getting the run support from the Kansas City Royals. His last start, like I mentioned, 11 strikeouts, but the offense only put up one run. The Rays went on to win that game 6-1. to one. Had a pretty good outing against the Minnesota Twins as well. Five innings, only allowed two earned runs, but again, no run support. They lost that game 5 nothing. And then against the LA Dodgers, he got shelled in that game. But again, who's not getting shelled against the Dodgers lately? So um, on the other side, Clark Schmidt, I know the early in the season, this guy was fade material, but he's kind of panned out very nicely uh, for the New York Yankees. Over his last five games, he is 3-0 with a 3.22 ERA. Uh, he's only allowed eight earned runs in 22 and one-thirds innings pitched. The win-loss record isn't there at home for Clark Schmidt, where he's just 2-5 and five at Yankee Stadium with a 3.93 ERA. Um, but the Yankees have won throughout his last four starts. This one was a little difficult for me to handicap because, I mean, can you really trust his Yankees team right now? Um, the one thing that also kind of stuck out about Alec Marsh is that he gives up the home run ball. Um, in his three games that he has started for in the, for the Kansas City Royals, He's allowed a total of five home runs, uh, and he's allowed a total of 14 hits. Again, five of those have been home runs. So now you're going back to the Bronx where it's a hitter-friendly ballpark. Um, I know the Yankees are reeling right now. I think the way that I would attack it, I don't want to back the side of a Yankees team here, but I think the offense can put up a couple runs here against Alec Marsh. So maybe look at the first five-inning team total for the Yankees or Yankees team total to go over. Um there's just, again, something not right about this Yankees team. Maybe something going on with the locker room. I know they've been missing Aaron Judge and all that sorts, but um, I could, if you got a gun to my head, I would go with Yankees run line, but I do love the team totals to go over in this game for the New York Yankees here, Lante. Yeah, man. I mean, same issues with the Yankees. I think we've been talking about it for probably like a month, month and a half, We're, probably since uh, Judge went out. Uh, zero offense, inconsistent pitching outside of Garrett Cole. I mean, as long as if Cole's on the mound, the offense shows up, but he's not. They don't have a they don't have a prayer. But again, against Kansas City, they have to win this game by margin to get some confidence. I, I got no faith in them at all. But against Kansas City, they have to be able to put something together offensively. So I agree with you on the team total. Um, they they do play well at home. Uh, a few games over five hundred. Kansas City fourteen and 34 on the road. And you mentioned Smith; he's been fine. I mean, um, two earned runs or less in five of his last seven starts. So he's going to have. I mean, it's not going to be a. a 
a hitter friendly lineup. So he'll have some confidence to get. So I'll lean to the Yankees on the run line. But again, I think my favorite play will be, like you said, went off the team total over for the Yankees with Alec Marsh in a hitter friendly park. Like you mentioned, uh, I think the Yankees can get it going offensively at least for one night. Or at least I hope. You rock any case to be made for the Yankees? Yeah, I think it's going to be a team right on the run line. I mean, I, I never thought about the team total just because, you know, I really don't expect Yankees to score that much. But it's a game I really don't really want to touch uh, just because both teams have been really bad. Yankees 2-8 and eight in their last 10. They've lost four straight. Their pitching hasn't been good. Offense hasn't been good. And where else they really haven't been any better, just 3-7 and seven in their last 10 games. Marsh hasn't been that bad, like you said, Munoff, but I just I just don't think this is a good spot for him. I need a much bigger price. The Royals have lost all three of Marsh's starts by five runs or more. I, I know the Yankees are struggling, but coming back home, I think, will help them a little bit. I can't lay $2, especially over $2 at some books with them. So, yeah, either Yankees team total, I'll roll the dice and cross my fingers and take the Yankees uh, run line. But, yeah, no no real feel for this one. All right, uh, before we continue handicapping these games, let me tell everyone about Underdog Fantasy. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania 4 is here, and Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes. Underdog Pick'em is also a great way to get down on your favorite MLB and NFL season player props. So many ways to win over on Underdog, and Underdog is available in so many states. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. And make sure to use that promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $100. Again, that's underdogfantasy.com using promo code SGPN. All right, guys, let's get over to the next game on the schedule. We have a 6, sorry, 705 Eastern Star. We got the San Francisco Giants. They are headed to the nation's capital to take on the Nationals. Alex Wood is going to get the start here for the Giants, and Jake Irvin gets the start here for the Washington Nationals. Looking at the lines for this game, I'm currently seeing the Giants are a minus 150 road favorite here, plus 130 on the money line for the Nationals. Nine and a half is a total for this game. Uh, run line minus one and a half, plus 110 for the Giants, and plus one and a half, minus 130 for the Washington Nationals. Uh, Dylan, take us away. Yeah, another tough game to handicap. I feel like the lines seem about right to me. I made the Giants a minus 170 favorite. I made my total around 9.7. So I guess getting a minus 150 is like how Mal said. I guess one of those unit and a half plays on the Giants. They should win this game. Nationals are struggling right now. They've lost four of their last five games at home. This season, they're just 14 and 32 straight up at home. Well, the Giants, they've been rolling. They're just one, one uh, game and a half out of first place. And they've been profitable on the road this season, 28 and 20 straight up. I'm not a huge Jake Irving fan. He's a little too inconsistent for my liking. But Alex Wood has been much better on the road than at home this season. The Giants have won four of Wood's last five starts on the road. I guess much better teams uh, than the Nationals. So against the Nationals, a bottom half team in the league, I think this. Yeah, I think we lost them. <laughs> All right. Uh, Lonzo, why don't you give your handicap? Yeah, man. Uh, similar. I think um, D-Rock broke it down perfectly. Uh, I like I like San Francisco, though. I mean, I know he was leaning in that direction, but I like him pretty heavy here. Washington lost four of the last five by average margin of 6.75 runs. Um, he mentioned San Francisco being incredible on the road. They are. They also won three of their last five. Uh, Washington did take two of three in a May series, but again, we are – you know, far away from May. And Irvin has been inconsistent. One home run allowed in his last four starts. So I think San Francisco, the way they've been hitting the ball, they could get a hold of him pretty early. Um, Wood, I, I've I've been in love with Wood. No, oh, that's 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 good. False. Okay. False, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been in love with the pitcher, the pitcher, Alex, <laughs> Alex Wood, when he's pitching on the road. He, he's been extremely – he's been nails. One earned run or less in four of his last five. Uh, but he doesn't do a lot of strike striking out. He uh yeah. he makes the batters put the ball in play. Uh, I might look at his K prop under. He's had three or less in four of his last five. But again, he's got a good defense behind him. Uh, I think he pitches well to contact. So I I like San Francisco a lot here, man. I think they should be around what D Rock said, one seventy five, one eighty. Um, so yeah, give me uh San Francisco. I'll take him. I'll take him on the run line. Uh, I think he'll get. Uh, I think we'll get a better bang for our buck. But I'll, if you don't like to lay in the juice, I would much rather um, play. The, the team total for San Francisco. This is a judgment-free zone, Lante. We don't mention, no, uh, we don't, we don't, we don't discriminate. We, we, if you love Wood, hey, more power to you, my man. Uh, Dylan, my I, bad. Did you hear me? Yeah, I think you uh, got cut off. I think that you were leaning towards the Giants. 
Yeah, Giants uh, minus 150. I think it's one of those unit and a half plays. I'm not yeah. in the basement, though. I'm in an attic. So <laughs> a, little, a little different. But uh, yeah, you know, uh, I just can't back the Nationals. Jake Irvin, a little too inconsistent for me. So uh, yeah, I, 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 like Wood, I like Wood and the uh, Giants here at home or on the road. Yeah, I mean, I think Alante uh, mentioned it the best, and, and um, Dylan, you mentioned it as well, is that Jake Irvin is is too inconsistent for me to back. I mean, there's some spots where he looks like a competent MLB pitcher, but then there's some spots where he just gets absolutely blowing up. And the last start against the Cardinals was one of those spots as well. And he's prone to giving up the runs. He'll give them up. Uh, but Alex Wood has been more consistent on the road, shockingly, this year. Uh, like Alante uh, mentioned, where he does have a three and one record with a two point nine six ERA, so um, I like the Giants here as well. Probably uh, uh, roll the dice on their run line here as well at plus one ten. Uh, you do get all nine at bats with the home, sorry, the road team here in the San Francisco Giants. And again, they're right in the thick of it, not only for a playoff, but also that division in the NL West. So uh, that's going to be a fun matchup to, or sorry, fun race to watch uh, as we you know get ever so closer to the uh, end of the season. Uh, all right, guys, next game on the board. It's going to be a 7-10 Eastern start. we got the Arizona Diamondbacks. They are headed to Cincinnati to take on the Reds. Tommy Henry gets a start here for the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks, and Ben Lively gets a start here for the Cincinnati Reds. Looking at the lines for this game, currently seeing that the Reds are a minus-130 home favorite, plus-110 on the money line for the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. Total is set at 10.5 with Vic towards the over at minus-115. Run line minus one and a half plus one forty five for the Reds and plus one and a half minus one seventy uh, for the Arizona Diamondbacks. D Rock, take us away. Yeah, give me the dog here. I only made the Reds a minus one ten favorite. You know the Snakes, they're a great team on the road, twenty eight and eighteen straight up. Well, surprisingly, the Reds, they're just twenty four and twenty six at home this season. Tommy Henry has been really good in the uh, good this month for the Snakes. His hard hit rate hasn't gone above thirty five percent in that time, and the Snakes have won four of his last five starts on the road. The whole D backs team have been swinging the bats well. Scoring hasn't been the problem for them. It's actually been their bullpen who's been costing them games while the reds they've come out of the all-star break kind of sluggish besides that one game they put up 10 runs they they haven't looked good i'm not the biggest ben lively fan either so at a plus 112 i gotta take the better team the better bats in my opinion so that's got to be the snake so give me uh the d-backs on the money line plus 112 Lante, what do you got yeah i lean that way also and i think d-rock led me into my one of my favorite bits in this game and that's going to be the snakes in the first five i don't trust that bullpen at all um, I do think it will be runs in this game, so I lean over also. But I think the snakes in the first in the first five will be the best bet. You don't want to go in with the bullpen. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of Lively either. Cincinnati offensively has pretty much been hit or miss, which is a direct result of four of the last five going under. But I think they can get it going at home offensively. Um, maybe put up. I guess I think we would only need what four or five. What is it? Ten and a half. You said Muna. Yeah, ten and a half is what I said. Yeah, so four or five runs here. I think both teams can get to five pretty easy here especially if especially cincinnati with the arizona bullpen so i like the over and i lean the arizona small dog they they struggled out of the gate but they put it together and back-to-back um good performances against atlanta i know they lost today but i was really impressed with the two of the three games that they played against atlanta so i think they can carry that over into cincinnati um and, and get a win here so i lean to i lean to arizona and the over yeah, Cincinnati has struggled against left-handed pitching at least over the last two weeks. Uh, WRC Plus, they ranked number 28. It's only been 64 plate appearances that this data is coming off of. Uh, but team batting average in that span, they're number 25. Slugging percentage against left-handed pitching, number 26. OPS, they are number 25 as well. So well below league average against left-handed pitching. And like uh, D-Rock mentioned, Tommy Henry has been going along pretty well uh, thus far for this uh, Arizona Diamondbacks team with a 5-2 and two record. He does have a four and one record uh, on the road with a four point nine one ERA, but I think a lot of those came in one start, um, which was I believe against the uh, Washington Nationals, uh, shockingly, back on June. So, um, yeah, I like your first five call there for the Diamondbacks here uh, in this game. I'll probably look at their team total. If this if that number's at four and a half, I'm definitely gonna look at the over uh, for the Arizona Diamondbacks on that number. So, I uh, love the D-backs first five um, as well. And I'll look at the team total to go over the number as well. Next game on the board, gentlemen, we got the New York Mets. They are headed to Beantown to take on the Boston Red Sox. 7-10 Eastern start. Kodai Senga on the mound for the New York Mets. And James Paxson gets a start here for the uh, Boston Red Sox. 
Looking at the lines for this game, I'm seeing the Red Sox are a slight home favorite of minus 120, even money on the money line for the New York Mets. Total set at nine and a half. Run line minus one and a half, plus 140 for the Red Sox, and plus one and a half, minus 165 for the New York Mets. Dante, take us away. Yeah, man. I think uh, we all spoke on it pre-All-Star break. I, I thought Boston was going to be one of the bet on teams. They they ended the um, All-Star break hot. They came out hot. Uh, I'm going to lay it here with, with Boston. Uh, despite Oakland beating them in back-to-back games, I, I think they'll be fine here at home. The Mets have been playing well also, uh, but they, they do struggle on the road. A few games, six games under 500 on, uh, on the road. And they don't perform well as an underdog at all. Just 9-22 and 22 this season as an underdog. So that's kind of something that I'm looking to fade also. Uh, despite winning six of the last ten, the Mets have scored two or less in three of those five games. I think Boston here is a home run. Um, New York Mets also 20-30 and 30 on the run line in road games. So I think not overthinking here. I'm not the biggest fan of Paxton. Uh, I guess I'm just holding a grudge on him for, you know, uh, some of the things that he do- he did to the Yankees. But uh, he has been he has been doing pretty well. Uh, four of his last five starts have been on the road, though. He has two earned runs or less in four straight home starts. So when he does pitch at home, he pitches well. Uh, I think that, I think he'll have it going here. Give me the uh, team total over for Boston. I'll lay the short number with Boston at home. Uh, D-Rock, what do you got? Yeah, I can't back the Mets here in this spot. I do, like the, <laughs> I, do, I do like the Red Sox minus 120. I made them a minus 135 favorite. I, I, I just don't trust the Mets on the road, to be honest. 22 and 28 straight up on the road this season. The Red Sox, they've come out also very caught. They're a solid team at home. And Paxton is just a much better pitcher at home than he is on the road. He's only allowed five runs and 22 winnings at home this season. And all of his starts at home, his hard hit rate have gone under the 30. So he's limiting contact. Mets sluggish. They've had two nice wins. They went right back to being the Mets today. I think they're going to do a good job limiting them again tomorrow. Give me the Red Sox at home. Yeah, Kodai Senga has been really good uh, at home at City Field, but um... – on the road, it's where he's gotten in a little bit of trouble. I know he's been better as of late. We had a great start against the Arizona Diamondbacks in Arizona back on July 5th before the All-Star break. Um, but against, you know, we saw it against the Phillies. He allowed four runs overall. Two of them weren't earned. Uh, and walks are also a concern for uh, the Phillies as, uh, sorry, for uh, Kodai Senga when he's on the mound for the uh, New York Mets. Um, you guys mentioned it, right? The The Red Sox are one of the hotter teams coming out of the break. Unfortunately for them, they did drop two um, games to one of the worst teams in the MLB. But give credit to the A's, man. They're, they're still battling out there. But um, I, I trust Paxton more at home. And the numbers speak for themselves. Uh, he's had four starts at Fenway Park. He's 1-0 with a 2.05 ERA. 22 innings pitched. He's only allowed five earned runs in that span. So uh, home run... Um, Home runs allowed our problem for Paxton as well, but I think you can go along well here. I'll take the hotter team with you guys. Red Sox minus 120 on the money line for this game. Uh, all right, next game on the board, guys. We got the Philadelphia Phillies. They are headed to Cleveland to take on the Guardians. 710 Eastern start here. Uh, Ranger Suarez gets to start here for the Philadelphia Phillies, and Gavin Williams gets to start for the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, looking at the lines for this game, I'm currently seeing the Phillies are a minus 125 road favorite, plus 105 on the money line for the Cleveland Guardians. Total set at eight and a half. Um, run line minus one and a half, plus 135 for the Phillies, and plus one and a half, minus 155 for the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, start here with Ranger Suarez. Uh, Suarez has been pretty decent this season, despite only having a two and four record. He does have a 3.84 ERA. Um, last five games, one and two with a 3.86. He's been exceptional on the road for the Phillies. So that two and two record does have a 2.39 ERA on the road. Uh, though six starts on the road this season, 37 and two thirds innings pitch in that span. He's only allowed 10 earned runs. Um, he has gotten in trouble over his last three games where he's allowed at least three earned runs in three, three straight games. Uh, and the walks have been the biggest concern in those spots where he's allowed three walks, four walks and three walks over his last three starts. Um, and if he's able to get the walks under control, I think that's going to be over to his, to his advantage. And also, the Cleveland Guardians, they struggle against left-handed pitching as well. Over the last two weeks, uh, WRC Plus for the Cleveland Guardians. Um, I'm sorry, over the last two weeks, they've been better, but season long is where the numbers are uh, well below league average against left-handed pitching. You take a look at Gavin Williams as well. Uh, he he can give up the runs as well. Um 
I'm going to trust the Phillies here to get the job done with Ranger Suarez on the mound. Um, Gavin Williams, over the last five games, one and two with a 3.94 ERA. He struggles in Cleveland, one and one with a 5.60 ERA. And again, he's allowed at least three earned runs in, let's see here, three out of the last five games. And walks are also a concern for Gavin Williams. So I'll take the Phillies here on the money line. I think it's a cheap price here at minus 125 here at D-Rock. What do you got? Yeah, I was actually able to grab the opening line of an eight. I took that over. Still eight and a half. It's more of a lean. I made my total 8.7. You know, both teams, they've been involved in a lot of high-scoring games. Surprisingly, the Guardians, they've been hot. They've gone over this total in four straight games, scoring a bunch of runs off the Pirates. And Phillies, they're averaging about five runs per game as well. I don't trust Gavin Williams, like I, like you said. He could give up a lot of hard contact and runs. Walks are an issue as well. So I, I'm all over the over. I do think it's a short price for the Phillies as well on the road, but uh, I like the over a little more. Lante? Yeah, I'm with you, D-Rock. I grabbed that, um, that eight earlier also. Um, Philly over in six of the last nine. Cleveland over in six of the last ten. Philly five plus earned runs in three of five. Cleveland five plus in four of five. I think Cleveland's been a sneaky good over team. Uh, compared to early in the year, they got their offense going um, as of late. Uh, I've been pretty much on them in a decent amount of games. And you guys mentioned Gavin Williams. Yeah, it's short, um, short sample size, but four earned runs in two of his last three home starts. Suarez allowing a decent amount of contact. Also a home run allowed in four of his last five starts. So that could get that could be a problem against that Phillies lineup. I love the over. Uh, as far as the side, I couldn't really bring myself to um, bet either side. I can make cases for um, for both teams. But if I had to, I, I'd lean with you, Moon, off on, on the Phillies. But I love the over. All right. 805 Eastern Star, we got the LA Dodgers. They are headed to Arlington to take on the Texas Rangers. Tony Gonsolin gets a start here for the LA Dodgers, and Andrew Haney is on the mound for the Texas Rangers. Looking at the lines for this game, I'm currently seeing the Dodgers are a minus 120 road favorite here, even money on the money line for the Texas Rangers. Total set at nine and a half with a little bit of big towards the under at minus 115. Run line minus one and a half plus 135 for the Dodgers and plus one and a half minus 155 for the Texas Rangers here. Uh, Lante takes away. Yeah, man, I'm going to make it another over here. Uh, I like the I like the over. The Dodgers are over team on the road. 30 of their 47 road games have been over. Texas at home. We all know they can match the ball. 28 and 20 to the over at home. The Dodgers have scored five plus in four of the last five games. Texas five plus in three of the last five. Um, not really a big fan of Gosselin. Um, he's had four earned runs, four earned runs or more in four of his last five starts. So, I mean, he he will give it up early if um, if Texas bats are rolling. Uh, Haney has been pretty much up and down his last four starts. He's had six earned, no earned, seven earned, no earned. So. That's the model of inconsistency right there. But he is better at home. I'll lean to Texas here at home uh, as an underdog, but I love the over. I think we'll see runs here. I think we'll see both teams get to six, seven runs here. Uh, but I'll lean to Texas at home as a small dog. Yeah, Dodgers against left-handed pitching over the last two weeks. Uh, WRC plus top five, number five, actually. Team batting average uh, against left-handed pitching. They do take a dip down to number 15. Slugging percentage, uh, they're at number eight. OPS against left-handed pitching last two weeks, number seven. So definitely raking in top 10 in a lot of the category uh, categories against left-handed pitching. I agree with you. I love the over uh, in this game at nine and a half. Definitely shop around. You may be able to find a nine out there with a little bit of big on the over, but... I think this might be a series all weekend long, guys, that we might be seeing runs being put up in these uh, games. Um, we talked about Tony Gonsolin here. He's a guy that I want to uh, back when he's at home because we talked about earlier this season when he is at home, he has an incredible run line record for the Dodgers. But on the road, it's just where he does get into trouble. Andrew Haney so far this season at home um, in, in Arlington, uh, he has, let me see here, 11 starts at home. He's 6-3-2 and two to the over in those games and the average of about 12 runs per game in those starts by Andrew Haney. So, yeah, love the over. I'm there with you. Maybe a first five team, uh, sorry, first five over as well uh, in this game between these two ball clubs here. Um, D-Rock, what do you got? Yeah, you can find an over at uh, over nine at minus one twenty. A little juicy, but I do like the over. I made my total nine point nine. Uh, but I actually like the Rangers here at home. I got them at even money. I made them a minus one fifteen favorite. Um, 
I just don't understand all the hate towards Andrew Haney recently. Looking under the hood, he's actually been backable, in my opinion. He hasn't allowed a single run at home in his last two starts. His hard hit rate hasn't been high at all. All of his games where he got lit up have come on the road. And at home, I just think he's backable. So Rangers are rolling right now, uh, coming out of the All-Star break, winning five in a row. They just swept the Rays. I think this is a good spot for them. I do think we could see a lot of runs in this one. But uh, at, at the even money price, give me the Rangers here. All right, let's get over to the next game on the board. We have – let's go to Milwaukee. The Braves are traveling to Milwaukee to take on the Brewers. It's going to be an 8-10 Eastern start. Michael Soroka gets to start here for the Atlanta Braves, and Freddie Peralta gets to start here for the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, looking at the lines for this game, the Braves are a minus-125 road favorite here, plus-105 on the money line for the Brewers. Total is set at nine with a little bit of big towards the over at minus 115. Run line minus one and a half plus 140 for the Braves and plus one and a half minus 165 for the Brewers. Starting here with Mike Soroka. Um, he's made his return after, you know, we talked about it dealing with uh, multiple injuries for the uh, Atlanta Braves. And he still looked like he's trying to find his form. So I'll, I'll put it that in a nice way. Um, his last start was against the Chicago White Sox, where he went three innings, allowed two earned runs in that game. Um, he hasn't been bad in his back-to-back starts. The Braves have won four of his last five starts. Uh, but again, that's been on the back of the offense uh, by the Atlanta Braves. He scored eight, 16, and eight uh, in three of his last four starts. Unfortunately, his last start against the White Sox, they were only able to muster one run. Uh, against the White Sox in that game. But the last three games, like I mentioned, he's 1-0 with a 3.29 ERA. Has gotten in trouble on the road um, where he's allowed, let's see here, he gave up four to the Oakland A's. He gave up five uh, to the Arizona Diamondbacks. And then again, like I mentioned, that one good start he did have was against the Cleveland Guardians on the road. Um, Freddie Peralta, surprisingly, has pretty good history against the Atlanta Braves. Um, at home thus far this season for Freddie Peralta for the Brewers, he is four and three with a 3.88 ERA. The Brewers have won back-to-back starts when uh, Peralta is on the mound. Um, probably coming off his best outing of the season, which was against the Reds, six shutout innings. He only allowed one hit to the uh, uh, sorry the Cincinnati Reds. Now the walks are a concern for Freddie Peralta, where he's allowed at least three walks in three of his last five starts. He's allowed at least two walks in five straight starts for the um, for the Brewers uh, when he is on the mound. Uh, kind of go back to last season against the Braves, or his last two starts. Um, again, like I mentioned, he, it feels like he's had success. And last season, seven shutout innings against his Braves team. He only allowed two hits in that game, ten strikeouts, and then back in 2021. Six uh, shutout innings, two hits, allowed eight or sorry, had eight strikeouts in that game. No earned runs in those two starts. This one got a little tricky for me. I feel like the baits, uh, the books are trying to bait you on taking that cheap price on the Braves. You're at minus 125. I'm actually gonna lean with the Brewers here, man. I feel like the uh Brewers bats can get to Mike Soroka here. Um, Atlanta has I feel it feels like to me they're kind of getting bored because they're they're having so much success this season. Um, they were putting up a lot of runs. I just feel like this might be a game, at least in game one, where they can get um, the Brewers can steal one from the Braves. So I'm going to go with Peralta here, plus 105 on the money line here, Lante. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm with you completely. Uh, Atlanta broke that four-game losing streak tonight or today, uh, but Milwaukee's been playing probably some of the better baseball uh, since the All-Star break, uh, along with Boston and, and a few other teams. They've won four of the last five all-road games against solid competition, Phillies and Cincinnati. Um, they have had five straight unders, but I'm not sure they'll be able to hold the offense, hold the Atlanta offense down too much. Um, so I do lean to the over, but I love, uh, I, I love the Brewers here. Um, despite that losing stretch, you know, Atlanta's been offense has been still been solid. Uh, so that's why I like the over Peralta. You mentioned, man, he's been okay. Not allowing a ton of contact, no more than four hits in his last six starts. Um, but when he does give up contact, it's usually a home run. He's allowed one in nine of his last 11 and two plus in uh, three of those games. So when he's giving it up, he is letting it, they're letting it fly. Uh, also on the other end, Soroka, he's given, he's given up home runs also, allowed one in four of his last five games. Two of those were multi-home run games, so that bodes well for an over. I like Milwaukee here at the plus money as a dog. They're playing really good baseball. Uh, I think they can get it done, and I like the over here. You rock. 
Yeah, I'm going to take the the bait. I, I think this is a short price with the Braves. <laughs> uh, I'll take the minus 116. I made him a minus 130 favorite. I don't think Soroka has been all that bad, to be honest. He's had one bad start uh, against the D-backs. But outside of that, his hard hit rate hasn't been that high. He does get a lot of ground balls. Surprisingly, it's just been the offense hasn't been there for him. But, uh, you know, like Lante said, the Braves were finally get, able to get a win today. I think that might have give them some confidence going into Milwaukee. I'm not a big Freddie Peralta guy either. Trevor mentioned he's not the best at home. He's been beaten up on the bottom tier teams. Uh, this is going to be the best team he's faced. So I think he's going to have his hands full tomorrow. So contrarian play, I guess. I'm going to take the short number here with the Braves. All right. Next game on the board is going to be another 8-10 Eastern start. we got the Chicago White Sox. They are headed to Minnesota to take on the Twins. Lance Lynn gets a start here for the Chicago White Sox, and Joe Ryan is on the mound for the Minnesota Twins. Looking at the lines for this game, we have uh, the Twins, a minus 165 home favorite, plus 140 on the money line for the Chicago White Sox. Total set at 8.5 with Vic towards the under at minus 120. Run line minus 1.5 plus 125 for the Minnesota Twins and plus 1.5 minus 145 for the Chicago White Sox. Um, Dylan, take us away, man. Yeah, who would I be not to take the Twins here while I'm in Minnesota, right? Uh, <laughs> I, I got to back them. Uh, can't back them on the money line, but I am going to take them on the run line. Again, a nice plus 145 price. This is just going to be a complete fate of Lance Lenny's allowed three or more runs and five straight starts on the road. While the home and road splits for Joe Ryan are night and day, he's been iffy on the road, but at home, he's just a much better pitcher. His hard hit rate is in the high 20s, which is fantastic. And the last time he was uh, faced the White Sox, he was great. He just didn't get the run support minus 155 on the money line isn't an awful price but the twins are playing some really good baseball right now three of their four wins have come by three or more runs so they're swinging the bat well i, I think they're gonna put it on lance lynn tomorrow so give me the white Sox minus one and a half at plus 145 Lante. yeah man the twins are another one of those teams that are rolling right now um they won four of the last five offense look good as d-rock mentioned five plus um Earn runs in all five games, double digits twice. Uh, I'm going back to, to the well with them. I'm going to be on their team total also. Uh, the 26 and 22 at home. The White Sox struggle 19 and 32 on the road. Um, the White Sox offensively on the road don't get it going. Like their numbers are night and day from their home road splits there. Uh, they've had one earned run a few in three of the last five. They've allowed five plus in four of the last five. So that goes well with the team total over. If you ask me, uh, Lance Lynn. D-Rock broke it down perfectly. He's been getting rocked. I'll expand on it a little bit. Four-plus um, earned runs in seven of his last nine starts. He's allowed a home run in 11 of his last 15 starts. Multi-home run games in five of those. So he's been, get, he's been getting rocked. I think that uh, Minnesota is going to keep it rolling here. Ryan, two earned runs or less in six of his last eight home starts. I think he'll shut down that uh, putrid White Sox offense. I'll take Minnesota everywhere you can, give, uh, you can get them. Team total over. Uh, I'll look at the um, the first five and full game for Minnesota. Yeah, I like Minnesota here as well. Um, I mean, you guys mentioned Lance Lynn just has not been uh, very good. I think that's bringing it a nice way uh, for the White Sox pitching rotation thus far this season. Joe Ryan at home this season. The Whites, uh, sorry, the Twins are six and three straight up in those games. They're five and three on the run line, minus one and a half. On uh, the plus one and a half, they're one and zero oh as well. The over is shockingly six two and one in those games uh, when Joe Ryan does start at home. Eight and one, first five over uh, when Joe Ryan is on the mound for the. Um, for the twins. So maybe look at a twins team total to go over twins are averaging 5.67 runs when they are, um, or sorry, when Joe Ryan is on the mound at home. And like you guys mentioned, Lancelin has been giving it up. So if this number is at anywhere at four and a half oh, for the yeah. team total, yeah. I'm, I'm going to pound that over for the twins. And like you, I think Lante mentioned that they, they are one of the hotter teams coming out of the all-star break as well. And again, this is an opportunity uh, against a division opponent to, you know, kind of knock them out of the uh, playoffs and, and just kind of compete with the, uh, the guardians for that top spot. So they got, they got to get all the wins that they can, if they want to do win this division and, and get a playoff spot. <laughs> All right, guys, next game on the board, we got the Pittsburgh Pirates. They are headed to the Anaheim to take on the Angels. 938 Eastern start, Johan Aviedo gets a start here for the Pittsburgh Pirates, and Shohei Otani is getting the start here for the LA Angels. Uh, looking at the lines for this game, I'm currently seeing the Angels are a minus 190 road, sorry, home favorite here, plus 160 on the money line for the Pirates. Total set at 8. 
Uh, Vic towards the over at minus 120. Run line minus one and a half, plus 115 for the Angels, and plus one and a half, minus 135 here for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Lante takes away. Yeah, man, I like the Halos here. Um, I was quick to fade them, especially when Trout went out, and you know I lost a decent amount of money on them. But they've been in good form. Uh, they they've won four of the last five. If I'm not mistaken, they swept the Yankees, uh, and and they look just in better form. The 27 and 22 at home. Uh, Pirates in a free fall right now, man. Losers of eight in the last ten. One earned runner less offensively in three of the last five. They also struggled on the road, uh, 19 and 28. Aviedo a bit up and down. Um, he does have a tendency to give up the long ball. He had a home run allowed in his last five starts. Four-plus earned runs in two of his last three road starts. So I'm going to keep it simple here, man. Otani on the mound, I don't have to bore you with his numbers. They are what they are. Um, so I think we have a better pitcher. We have a team in better form at home where they play extremely well. I'm going to go with the Halos, man. I, I would look at the run line also if you don't want to lay um, that juice. I'd look at the run line for the Halos and probably look at them in the first five. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I, I like Otani at home here um, on the run line. Um, this offense has started to get it going, or they are. They have been getting uh, – they, they are going right now, or the Angel offense. Uh, this goes back to the uh, series against the Astros. Uh, where they were able to put up an incredible amount of runs. They had a game where they came from behind and won that, I think it was on Saturday night, 13-12. to 12. And then they had an opportunity again on Sunday night baseball. But Kyle Tucker made this incredible catch uh, for the Astros to steal that victory for them. But they had opportunities. Um, this season on the road, Johan Aviedo, when he is start uh, for the Pirates, the Pirates are 6-13. and 13. They're one and three on the minus one and a half run line. And they're pl- on, the, on the plus one and a half, they're just five and ten. So I think that um, the offense will continue to get runs off of Oviedo here. I think Otani has a dominant performance, so I won't be surprised if he goes at least seven or eight innings in this game. Probably look at his uh, strikeouts uh, in this game as well for Otani. Uh, this might want to be those performances where, uh, like I mentioned, seven, eight innings for Otani gets 10-plus strikeouts in this game. I want to say the Pirates over the last two weeks were up there in team strikeout percentage. Yeah, they are number six over the last two weeks against right-handed pitching. So uh, Angels in all ways for me here. D-Rock, what do you got? Yeah, the Angels finally able to get above 500 last night. Uh, like Alante said, they swept the Yankees at home. I like backing the Angels at home this season, not so much on the road, but at home, 27 and 22 straight up. Pirates just one and four in their last five on the road. They're just 19 and 28. They got their ace, Otani, on the mound. He's been much better at home. Hopefully his finger's a little better i know he's been dealing with some uh uncomfort uh on his throwing hand but against the pod against the pirates the team just two and eight in their last 10 i think this sets up nice for him i do see him going about seven eight innings having a solid start so i agree uh plus 125 plus 120 on the run line i don't want to lay minus 190 with them but yeah angels run line for me all right uh like mal's mal likes to say the pen ultimate game of the friday night schedule we have an al west battle Houston Astros, they are in Oakland to take on the A's. It's going to be a 940 Eastern start. Framber Valdez gets a start here for the Houston Astros, and J.P. Sears is on the mound for the Oakland A's. Looking at the lines for this game, the Astros are a prohibitive minus 260 road favorite here, plus 220 on the money line for the Oakland A's. Total set at 7.5 with Vic towards the over at minus 115. Run line, minus 1.5, minus 140 for the Astros, and plus 1.5, plus 120 for the Oakland A's here. Uh, Dylan closes out. Yeah, I'm going to uh, go with a total here. I was able to grab a seven earlier in the day. I took that over, uh, even seven and a half. I like that over as well. Uh, made my total 7.8. The total is just too low. In my opinion, I think we got to have to take it on just on principle. Both teams have actually been scoring a decent amount of runs this past week. Astros, they're averaging seven runs by themselves this past five games. While the A's, they've been averaging around four runs per game this in their past five games. So Framber Valdez does give up uh, some more runs and hard contact on the road. The last time he faced the A's in Oakland, the game went way over the total. So I think both pitchers here, especially the A's bullpen, once it gets to the bullpen, can give up some runs. Uh, we got winds blowing out in center field, and we all know how much the ball loves to travel at night in Oakland. So going to be all over the over here. Yeah, Valdez had a start earlier this season against the – or sorry, he's had two starts this season – against the A's. I'm trying to quickly pull up those numbers here. Um, it's actually done really well. That's what I got them for you if you out. want. Uh, 
Yeah, I got it. Uh, so he's 2-0 and with a .60 ERA. The first start was back on, and this, both starts were in May, actually, back-to-back starts. Uh, May 21st, nine innings, complete game shutout, seven strikeouts. He only allowed four hits. Second game, the next start, six innings, four hits, allowed one earned run. He did give up three walks, but I believe the Astros won both those games on the run line. Uh, let me see. Yeah, 2 nothing in that May 21st start. And then the 27th, the Astros won 6-3. So um, I think Valdez can continue to go along well here against the A's. In his career, he's done pretty well against his team as well. Definitely have the better offense in the Astros. Uh, just waiting for the, for them to get Jordan and Jose back. Seems like they're not in a rush to get those two, those two guys back because they're still riding contention with the Rangers for that AL West division. Um, JP Sears hasn't been too bad, I guess we can say. Uh, compared to the rest of the starters for this um, Oakland A's team. He does have a 1-6 record, but he does have a 3.99 ERA, 100 strikeouts on the season. I think that's surprising to me. Uh, did have a start earlier this season against the Astros, six innings. He allowed two earned runs off of five hits, seven strikeouts in that game. Uh, at home, he's 0-2 with a 3.97 ERA. Unfortunately for the Oakland A's and J.P. Sears, that they've lost four of his last five starts, um, have the Oakland A's. So, uh, I'm going to just keep writing the uh, Framber Valdez's form here against the A's. Uh, given the Astros' run line, I'll probably look at their team throw to go over in this game. You get all nine at-bats again with the Astros here. Uh, Lante? Yeah, I'm going to be on the Astros also uh, on that run line. The 29 and 20 on the run line on the road. Uh, they, actually, they actually outscored um, Oakland 26 to 8 in the five game series that you were speaking of back in May. Uh, they won all five, of course. Sears, if it was anybody else on the mound other than Valdez, I'd probably be on Oakland. I mean, Sears has been okay, definitely better than his record indicates. Uh, but I think Houston will be able to get to him here. You mentioned Valdez, is his numbers, like you said, 15 innings pitched, eight hits, one earned run combined um, in those two starts. Uh, he hasn't been his best. Um, in his last two non-earned runs but and, and those road starts. But he should get back on track here uh, with Oakland. So give me Houston on the run line. All right, last game on the board. We have the Toronto Blue Jays. They are headed to Seattle to take on the Mariners. I'm saying UC Kikuchi is going to get the start here for the Toronto Blue Jays. And Bryce Miller gets the start here for the Seattle Mariners. Uh, looking at the lines for this game, I'm currently seeing the Mariners a minus 130 home favorite here, plus 110 on the money line for the Toronto Blue Jays. Total set at eight, run line minus one and a half, plus 145 for the Mariners, and plus one and a half, minus 170 for the Toronto Blue Jays. Start here with Kikuchi, seven and three on the season with a 4.13 ERA, 100 strikeouts to 30 walks on the season. On the road, he's three and one with a 4.53 ERA. The, um, Excuse me, the Blue Jays have won four of his last five starts. He's also been getting the run support in his starts, over his, at least over his last four games. He got 12 run support against the A's, got six against the Red Sox, but he got blasted in that game against the Red Sox. And then he got a five against the White Sox and then seven against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Kikuchi kind of seems like he's been up and down. I'm not sure if I can fully trust him. Um but I think that he does have pretty good numbers against the Mariners, if I'm not mistaken. I'm trying to pull that up here real quick. Um, he did have one start last season, six innings pitch, only allowed one hit, three walks, and six strikeouts against um, the, the Mariners last season. Bryce Miller, 6-3 and three with a 3.66 ERA. Has been absolutely fantastic in T-Mobile Park in Seattle for the Mariners. 5-1 and one with a 2.84 ERA. And over his last five games, the Mariners are 3-0. and oh. uh, Sorry, um, uh, Bryce Miller is 3-0 with a 2.45 ERA. Um, I'm going to go with the Mariners here. I like Bryce Miller at home. Like I mentioned, he does have a 5-1 record. Um, the uh, Mariners have won three of his last five starts. Uh, the one loss that out of the last five was on the road against the Baltimore Orioles. But outside of that, he hasn't allowed more than two earned runs in five of his last five games. Uh, if he can keep the walks under control, I think that he'll be able to do that against the Toronto Blue Jays team. At a minus 135, uh, sorry, minus 130 price with the Mariners, I'll take Bryce Miller against the Toronto Blue Jays here, Lante. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, both of these teams I have trouble with. Uh, if I bet on them, they they lose. If I bet against them, they win. So I'm probably going to stay away. Uh, I, I'd lean to Toronto if I had to, so congrats on winning, Munaf. Uh, I didn't like how they played in the San Diego series. Uh, they only had one earned run in the two games, if I'm not mistaken. Uh 
Seattle did look bad versus Minnesota also. Uh, they got outscored 16-6 to in the first two games. And you mentioned Kikuchi being up and down. He's also allowed in the long ball three of the last four. Uh, also hasn't went deep into the game, under five innings pitched in two of his last three. Uh, he's also allowed uh, two earned runs or less in three of his last four starts on the road. So that's pretty good. Um, so I'm going to lean that way. And Miller had a good five-game stretch uh, with seven earned runs in those starts, uh, four of those at home where, you know, he had a shutout and four earned runs total. Um, like, I just, I just don't have anything strong. I'd lean to Toronto if I had to play it, but I, thankfully I don't. D-Rock. Uh, it's right at my number, minus 130. So above that, really, I would kind of stay away. But I do think they should be the favorite. I like Bryce Miller here at home, even though, you know, huge loss to the Rays, that loss a few starts ago. He only gave up two runs, though. It was the bullpen that really cost him the game. Mariners 5-2 and two and Miller's seven starts at home this season. I think this is a good spot for them. Mariners winning today for nothing. So kind of get some confidence going in. And Kikuchi's kind of struggled in the month of July. So a little inconsistent for me but uh i do like the manners i think this is a good spot for them all right so that is the schedule for the friday night games one order of business left here that is going to be our lock and dog for the friday schedule uh d rock why don't you read lead us off all right i'm gonna start with my dog just because i had that circled um let me go with the Minnesota Twins, plus 145 against the White Sox. Just complete fade of Lance Lynn. Like I said, he's allowed three or more runs in five straight starts, while Joe, Joe Ryan's just been lights out at home. So low low hard hit rate for him. I think at plus 145, I think we're getting a really good price. So Twins been hot so far. So I'm going to take them. And for my lock... Uh, let's fade the Mets. Yeah, give me the Red Sox here. Uh, <laughs> give me the Red Sox here. Everybody go bet the Mets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, like like you said, Kodasang has been a little better on the road, but still yeah. the, the Mets just too inconsistent for my bat, for my liking. Uh, Paxson has been good, much better pitcher at home. Red Sox are just a much better team offensively, defensively. So I, I think that we're getting a short number as well. So minus 124, uh, the Sox going to be my lock. All right, Lante, what do you got? Yeah, that was going to be my lock also, but I'll, uh, I'll I'll pivot. So I'll go with uh, San Francisco on the road, uh, minus one and a half. It should be like right around reduced, minus 105, minus 106. Um, we, mentioned, we mentioned how good the pitching is being for San Francisco on the road um, with Wood on the mound, uh, one earned run or less in four of his last five. Uh, if you also want to, you know, pivot, I would take look at take a look at his K prop under. He he gets contact, a lot of ground balls. So um, San Francisco really good on the road. It's twenty seven and nineteen. Winners of three in the last five. Washington is abysmal at home. Uh, they are Irvin allows a bunch of contact, a lot of home runs. So I like San Francisco to win by margin here. Uh, Washington has also lost four of their five by almost seven runs per. So that just goes to show you they don't have any foul power. So I like San Francisco. On the run line, for my dog, I'm going to go with um, – what, what, what am I going to do? I want to go with Milwaukee here, man. You said it was a trap went off. We, we're not falling for it. I think D-Rock fell for it. Um, so we're going to go with Milwaukee at home where they've been performing really well. Uh, it's not really profitable this year betting against the Braves. But at current form, I think Milwaukee is better. Peralta, like I mentioned, hasn't allowed a ton of contact. He also hasn't faced a lineup like Atlanta. Uh, but I'll lean on him being a little bit more consistent. Four hits, just four hits total in his last six starts. Um, so if he can limit the long ball and get the ball on the ground, I think I think the Milwaukee Brewers have a good chance of winning this game outright. So give me Milwaukee um, as a dog. All right. Uh, all right. For my lock... Uh, I'm going to go with the over in the Dodgers and the Rangers game. Uh, I think there's going to be a game where we uh, are serious this weekend where we see a lot of runs being put up. Two of the better offenses in their respective leagues. I know we know about the Dodgers. They can put up five runs, you know, in a blink of an eye. Rangers have been one of the better offenses in the league. Talked about Tony, uh, sorry, Tony Gonsolin. Trust him more at Dodger Stadium, but not uh, on the road um, and where he is pitching in Arlington here. Andrew Haney, I know he's been kind of up and down, but like I mentioned, I mentioned the numbers for the Dodgers against left-handed pitching at least over the last two weeks. I think that they'll be able to put up 
a couple runs or there should be able to put up runs as well um, against Andrew Haney. Uh, so I'll go with the over nine and a half for my dog. I know it's a public play band, but anytime I get plus odds, especially against a really pirates team, I'll take Otani and the angels minus one and a half plus one fifteen on the run line. Um, the offense is hot right now. Um, Otani might be just be able to do this by himself if he has to. And we've seen him do that multiple times throughout his career with the angels when he's pitching and he's provided the offense as well. But we've seen it over the last uh, week here coming out of the all-star break. The angels bats have been hot. Saw it against the Astros, saw it against the Yankees. I think they'll be able to continue that against Johan Oviedo. I'll take the minus one and a half plus 115 on the run line for the Angels against the Pittsburgh Pirates. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the MLB Gambling Podcast. Uh, D-Rock, anything else you want to mention before we get out of here? Uh, no, nothing really. Uh, just like, subscribe, rate, and continue to follow along with us. I know uh, we've been going live a little earlier, I feel like, on my time. But uh, yeah, other than that, just uh, keep firing away and have patience. I know I've had a slow week, but we're trying to turn it around. Yeah, it's a long season, man. We've mentioned it uh, all throughout the season. It's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint, especially for the MLB season, about how long it is. So I got to sometimes... I mean, not sometimes, but a lot of times you got to pick and choose your spots, um, you know, to make the money. Lance, anything else, my man? Nah, man, I, I'm on. A, I'm in a bit of a funk myself, so I'm trying to snap out of it. You, you actually surpassed me in the uh, the season long tally site, so I, I really upset about that when I logged on this morning and seen it. So I got to get back on track, man. Got to get back on track. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm sure we'll be able to do that starting here on Friday night uh, in the uh, MLB. So uh, hopefully, we provided some winners here. We'll be back tomorrow uh in some form or fashion um for the turbo episode so look out for us then uh, maybe kick some tires and some other things that we're seeing uh at least maybe also our break um some of the hotter teams we can discuss and maybe talk about some updated uh playoff odds for those hotter teams like the cardinals the twins we've talked about as well uh so maybe we'll look at that market tomorrow but join us at the usual time uh, uh if you haven't already hit that smash button or sorry smash that like button for us on the stream smash. here um, and smash. <laughs> yeah and smash yeah well, <laughs> whether you like wood or whatever the business is <laughs> you know, just here <laughs> um if you haven't already i haven't seen many reviews man uh we need some reviews to come in uh if it's a one star or five star hopefully it's a five star we'll shout you guys out on the uh pod when those reviews do come in. So if you haven't already, uh, leave us a rating and review. If you have already, maybe grab your wife's phone or your kid's phones or your mom, dad, uncle, aunt. Leave, leave us a review. We truly appreciate you guys uh, doing that for us. All right. Good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride. <laughs>